This game is played by adults, going over adult content. You've been warned! Yes, Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check, Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check, Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode canonically takes place in between episodes 43 and 44 of the main series. Let's get to it. All right, so it is currently Friday the 1st. Of February, year 763. Jesus Christ. You have six and a half weeks <laughs> until the end of Soul's time. You have about three and a half weeks until the end of Marcus's time. Yeah. So that's something to think about. Anyway, we left off aboard the Agile, a skyship chartered to go from the city of Hale to the capital of the Isle of Steam, to Whaler Cog. The trip was quoted to take three days. We made it to about noon of day two, so you guys are crossing over the Elven lands. Yep. So the first day you met with the Harpies, and they talked with you guys for a little bit, and then went on their own way after promising to deliver a message to a to couple Siva. of... To Siva. Yep, to Siva from you, and then also to Telly from Marcus. I wonder if she's pregnant. Telly? Yeah. Oh, that'd be horrible. So, or at least the party left off. They're just fucking chewed out Marcus because he's a murderer. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And after spending the majority of the night, one, talking to Marcus and handing him a a walnut, and then two, spending time to talk to Gro on their ring, they noticed that someone was up in the nest? Is that what it's called? The crow's nest or the lookout tower. Yeah, either one is acceptable terminology. Which Sol went into the room to find out that that was what they assume is Alec, quote-unquote, Sanders. Correct. So you've now entered the crew quarters and found Sanders asleep in a bed. Okay, first things first, I'm going to move a bed in front of the door. Okay. Do you want to do this quietly or normal? Uh, Quietly. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a stealth check, please. And a strength check. And... Ooh. ooh, To move the Stealth, I'm confident in. (laughs) That was a 17. 17 stealth, okay. And then... Who? Oh, oh, a 16 for my strength. That's that's, that's pretty decent. It was a pretty easy strength check in the first place. So you quietly drag a bed and you block the door. Yeah, just so no one can awkwardly come in. Mm-hmm. And be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, is he still sleeping? As far as you can tell, he looks like he's asleep. Okay, perfect. I'm just going to look through his stuff. Okay, make a perception <laughs> check, please. Yes, sir. Okay. One thing you notice is that each sailor has their own footlocker that's located mm-hmm. uh, beside their sleeping area. So every bunk in here, every hammock in here has a small footlocker next to it or under it. So you want to check the one that's under the bed he's currently sleeping in? Yeah. Okay. And my perception was a 27. Okay. A 27 perception. So you scope the area out and you find this footlocker and you notice that it has a crude lock on it. And crude? The lock, 
Uh, yeah, the, it, it has a lock, but it's not a very good lock. Uh, but it is locked. Hmm. So it's kind of old-fashioned looking and big. So it would be relatively easy to pick if you had a pick. Hmm. Or if you had the key. Okay. But the key's probably just a simple bit metal piece of affair. Like, it's a really basic lock. It's only meant to keep out polite people that don't know how to pick locks. <laughs> I have a spring blade. You could try to pick it with a spring blade. May I? Yeah, give me a disabled device. Okay. okay. If I don't have a check mark there, is that okay? Oh, okay. So you do not have any points in disabled device. Yeah, so that means I can't use this. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be kind of a hard one for you to do. You can still give it a shot. I'll let you roll it untrained just to try to pick it. It is, like I said, it's a crude lock, so it's not all that good. Uh, That was a 15. All right, and you needed a 15 to pass. Yay! (laughs) You you wedge your spring blade in there, and you fiddle around for a little while, and just as you're about to give up on it, you feel the lock twist under the pressure that you're placing on your hand. And the lock is open. Nice. Okay. Um, time to see what's in here. Okay. You uh, open the footlocker, and inside you find a couple of bundles of clothes that are tied together with string. So, like, various changes of clothes are in there. You find a couple of tightly wrapped pieces of dried food, dried fruit mostly. So whatever okay. this appears, this guy has a sweet tooth or a, a favorite kind of food that he likes to keep in here. What uh, fruit are these? They are probably figs. So he's got like huh. dried figs, maybe apricots as well. Those are tasty. Fancy. Yeah. So he's got he's got some dried fruit in there. He's got. Can some... you say apricot again? Apricot. Okay. I was just <laughs> I was putting stank on it. I'm sorry. I just wanted to see if that's how that's you actually said it or not. No. It, it, okay. It's, yeah. Apricot's fine. Apricot is when I want to put stank on it. Uh, <laughs> which in, in, in flavor text, I often will use stank. So it's all good. <laughs> Anywho, you also find there's probably a small pouch of coins. Um, I don't need that. It's his pay as a sailor. Extra pair of boots are in there. Mm-hmm. And... Your perception check was high enough that you find rolled up inside one of the boots are a couple pieces of paper. Well, what are these pieces of paper? Are they the same as from his pocketbook? No, they don't look like they're from a pocketbook. They're much larger. Like They're like full sheets of paper. Okay, what are uh, they? You pull them out of the boot and unfurl them. And inside there's also like a, a crude pencil, basically like a piece of charcoal with some wood around it. Mm-hmm. And you find... A pretty talented set of drawings. Some like sketches on character sketches, portrait of sketches of you. Oh. Oh dear. They're embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty sure it's of you. I mean, it's like I said, Sanders must have a pretty good hand for this because the resemblance is pretty strong to yourself, you know, even down to having the feather and everything. So you're, you're fairly certain that they're of you. Well, is the feather placement the same? It's where it's currently placed. Okay. I believe currently it's hanging off of your... Uh, what was a blind... F- or a, yeah, was what? an eye patch now is pretty much a, a headband. headband? Yeah, which is just <laughs> a headband now. Yeah. It's mostly still there for security reasons in case I need to not have a glowing yellow mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. <laughs> a very quiet O escapes Soul's lips. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, 
So you say, you say, oh, and the figure in the bed is going to move around a little bit and kind of mumble for a second, as if they heard you. But you think they're still asleep. Okay. <laughs> All right, they're trying to, like, get over their flushness because they're embarrassed. But very specifically, Sol is trying to find a little pocketbook. They're thinking, they're looking for the one that Alex showed them really quick when mm-hmm. we were still in Dereham. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Uh, Dereham. Yeah. Dereham. I'm Dereham. sorry. You're fine. You're fine. My brain keeps trying to put stank on that one, I guess. Put, put stank wherever you'd like. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking for that specifically. I, I roll the pictures back up, put them away, and... I'm not even going to touch this right now. <laughs> that's, I am... that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Time to look for that, though. Okay. Checking you... pockets and stuff like that. Okay, so you're searching through the pockets of clothes, checking the other boot, like looking around for pla- in places, and you just you aren't able to find any pocketbooks anywhere. Oh, shit. <sighs> I have no conclusive evidence that this is Alec past just knowing that... This person's wearing a disguise, at least. I mean, they're wearing a disguise, and they kind of look like Alec. So, <laughs> so I mean, we're pretty sure it's Alec, right? You're, you're pretty sure it's Alec wearing a disguise that looked like a, a sailor. And, I mean, he was acting kind of suspicious around you, so you're pretty sure that this is him. All right. You're pretty sure. Like I said, you can't be completely sure. Well, just for the sake of curiosity, before I put all these correctly back in this locker and stuff and lock it back up, I'm going to look at the pictures a little bit longer. Okay. I just want to study them and figure out where he he's heavy-handed. You look at them, and like I said, it's a pretty skilled portrait. It's, and it's just a portrait. Well, it's like soul from like the shoulders up, looking fierce and attractive. It's definitely like a glamour shot sort of thing. You can tell that the artist was sort of trying to like accentuate your best facial features. It's definitely made as not as like a mean caricature of a picture, but more of to frame Soul's particular look in the most positive light. Interesting. So this is definitely made by an admirer. I'll put it that way. Yeah. If anything, they might have exaggerated your looks slightly. <laughs> Sweet. I don't think Soul's had a portrait done of them since they were, you know, back at home. Mm-hmm. So this is all, wow, someone did that. <laughs> They're flustered, if anything. <laughs> but also they really like that this is a thing. I don't know. It's a very complex feeling. Mm-hmm. They still roll it up, put it back in the boot, and then they lock the locker. Okay, you place it back, and you need to make another disabled device check to attempt to relock it without the key. Ah, oh, shit. You basically have to unpick the lock. Oh, that's right? a nine. Okay, you fiddle around with it, and you're unable to do so. Do you want to attempt again? Yeah. You can You can keep attempting until you get a low enough score to either botch the lock Aha, or... Aha, 19. Okay. So on your second attempt there, you find the correct latch and you twist your wrist in the opposite direction and rotate the lock back into a closed position. You test the lid one more time just to make sure and it is, sure enough, locked. I imagine souls like sitting crisscross applesauce while doing this too. Of course. Because of course they are. How else would they sit? (laughs) (laughs) Cross-legged? Crisscross applesauce, my friend. Of course. Of course. (laughs) <laughs> and they kind of just side of themselves because they were mostly looking for this notebook. Even though they're pretty sure this is Alec, they wanted more definite proof to be like, this is you! Mm-hmm. But since I'm finished with that, I'll get up and stand over and kind of eye if this guy's still asleep or not. Make another perception check. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's a 16. I mean, you're, you're pretty sure that he's asleep. 
you don't see any reason why he wouldn't be asleep. He hasn't gotten up, and his eyes are closed, and he's breathing, like, slowly and rhythmically. Okay. And you're pretty sure he's asleep. So rubs their hand from, like, their upper back forward to their shoulder. Well, to properly interrogate anyone is what I learned very early on in my campaign for D&D. You gotta tie him up. Okay. Uh, Does you, this not make sense? This how is how you, they dealt sure. with me. Yeah, absolutely. So how do you propose to tie someone up while they're asleep without waking them up? Very carefully. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't know. I don't think he'd willingly let me tie him up if he was awake. Well, I don't know, actually. Uh, eh, actually, it's probably a little too forceful for Soul. They're feeling competitive, but they also just found a very nice portrait of themselves and there's confusing emotions with that. Are there any like rafters or anything or is there a hammock above his bed? There's a hammock stretched near his bed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I won't do that. <laughs> you want um, to take the hammock down and use it as a net? Is that your idea? Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to problem solve here, okay? I guess the easiest way to wake someone up. Soul kind of sits down in front of his bed looks at him for a second and then brushes his hair out of his eyes. Even though his eyes aren't open, but, you know, out mm-hmm. of his face. Okay, so you're not, you're not going to attempt to tie him up? Not yet. Okay. You're just but gonna... there will come a day. <laughs> okay, you're just going to wake him up by brushing the hair out of his face? Yeah. Okay. I mean, his, his hair isn't sweet. really that long or unruly, so it's not really in his eyes or anything, but you brush his hair away from his eyes and one of his eyes sort of, like, barely cracks open and he sort of just freezes as he sees, like, this elf looming over him. <laughs> I'm sitting at the bedside. Yeah, looming over him. He freezes. He freezes because he's not sure what's going on. Sold tilts their head and just stares at him for a second. Can I help you? I have some questions. <clears throat> um, sure. He starts to reposition himself to where he's propping himself up on an elbow. And he kind of looks over and notices that the door has been blocked with a bed. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of looks back at you with an odd cocked head to the side look. Is this more of a bewildered look? Bewildered, yeah, for sure. Uh, go go on. I caught him off guard. I caught him off guard. <laughs> oh, Soul is reveling in this. Is it? Well, Levette would like to speak with you at some point. I don't know what she has in mind, but she wants to talk to you about something. The, the, the gnome? Soul's face, although enthusiastic to tell information, their eyes narrow and they just look like, really? <laughs> We're still playing. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I don't understand why, but I suppose... Mm. Sh- sure. So do you have something on you that's, like, listening at all times, or is it just the notebook? He looks at you with kind of confusion in his eyes. I'm not sure I follow. I mean, Fine, fine. No you're... worries. You don't have to answer if you're uncomfortable with that. He kind of, like, thinks for a second. This is, uh, you're fine to search me. I am? He nods. And so, like, at first it has a hand out and pulls it back. And, no funny business? He shrugs and sort of pulls the covers off of himself. Revealing, okay. revealing he's sort of just in, like, bed clothes. Does that have pockets? Are there pockets? Not really, no. No, no pockets. Zol still has, like, a hand out to, like, look. It's, like, palm down at first, you know, like you're about to grab something, and then it flips over, and they're just in a what-am-I-supposed-to-do-with-this expression. Uh, Alec. Uh. He, he blinks a couple of times. My my name's Sanders. Right. Do you do you have me confused with someone else? I don't... I don't think I do. Zol kind of puts their hands above their mouth for a second, thinking about it. You look exactly like him. I was pretty sure it was you. 
And now Sol's all nervous. He shrugs and says, I've served aboard this vessel for about eight months now. Eight months? Got picked up at a port in hail by the captain. I guess I, I got a recommendation from my last assignment. Which was? Oh, patrol boat, coast guard. He kind of says with a little bit of pride in his voice. Oh. Someone's got to keep the Parthenians away from the coast. <laughs> Man, they suck. <laughs> and now the soul is just kind of given up on this search, and now they're just enjoying a conversation instinctively. Like, they were so mean when I was in there. They also threw me in jail for a day, and then I left. <laughs> Sounds awful. You're lucky to have only gotten in there for a day. Still have True. some friends that are... Well, I hope they're still just locked up. What? He kind of has like a stares off in the middle distance for a second look on his face. He, he nods solemnly. Yeah, sometimes ships disappear and best we can hope is that they were taken prisoner. I don't know why anyone has that much trouble with the queen, to be honest. Well, lots of folks are scared of things that they think are different. Not me, though. I kind of like things when they're exotic. Can I send some motive there? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Ooh, that's oh, a 13. That was like hanging on a 20. <laughs> Hung on that 20 and then rolled to the 8. <laughs> Alright, so a 13 cents motive. You get the feeling that he may have been referring to you, possibly. Okay. I mean, and that and the corroborating evidence of the portraits. Yeah. You could probably... Yeah. I imagine Soul can put two and two together. At least for right now. Normally they're very dense. Normally, but you also had a couple of clues. <laughs> um, I... I wouldn't tell my teammates this, but I honestly admire her. Even though I don't know how much she's still 100% there, she's still smart. She took a lot of measures to make sure things were okay in this world. And he nods. She cares about her subjects, and that's why we love her. I mean, how many, how many subjects can say their kings and queens really care about them? Not I many. I hope in the future mine do. Not that I'm a queen or anything. Uh, no, no royalty. Just I will eventually lead a village, and I hope I can do well. Well, you certainly, you certainly look noble. If you don't mind me saying, you kind of have that. Yeah. You kind of have that air about you. I feel like it's gotten a little bit better over, you know, just traveling. Oddly enough, traveling has made me better. <laughs> Uh, Sanders pulls himself up into a sitting position to kind of be a little more comfortable. So, um, do you, do you make it a habit of waking up people after a, a night's watch and oh. blocking the door? Not, well. not to address any, any elephants no, in the room No, not normally. I, I, honestly, I thought you were someone else. I guess I'm kind of sort of playing a game with someone in a way. Raises an eyebrow. Oh, he looks a little disappointed. I don't know if it's like... A game game, like, I'm not always the best at explaining things. Give me a second. It's kind of like I find a person very interesting, and a lot of my instincts say I want to... Ugh. <laughs> they just freeze up for a second. Never mind. I shouldn't. I shouldn't explain anything ever, and I should just... I should just look out again and just not. <laughs> they just kind of chuckle to themselves. You, you said you should look elegant, is that what you said? Yeah. He kind of like says, I, I think you look awfully elegant. Thank you. I did have one actual question for you, at least. Uh, uh, did you happen to hear anything while you were in the crow's nest? Um, I was on deck most of the evening, uh, past like 1am. 
didn't know if you heard my conversation with one of my comrades or if any other talking happened that you happened to catch. He kind of like itches the back of his head, sort of as more of his expression of embarrassment than anything else. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, there's not much to do on a, a night's watch. So I may have overheard a thing or two, but I don't have many people to tell. So secret safe <sighs> with me, whatever it was, doesn't quite make much sense. But uh, I suppose if we're if we're being honest with one another, I I have a confession for you as well. Okay. I I may have been watching you a bit this past day or so, and I I don't mean to be rude or, or in, invading your your privacy. I just well I've never seen someone quite like you before. Huh? You from Dareham? He nods. Isn't this ship filled with different races and Ender? Sure. I, I, I've seen an elf or two here and there, but none quite like you. If you forgive my forwardness. What makes me so different? He, he kind of like flushes. I... Man, now I'm really fucking confused as a fuck. <laughs> he kind of like stammers out that I, I've, I've never seen someone quite so stunning before. I, 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 I have a bit of a... tilts their head in confusion. It's like, I have a bit of a, a hobby. When I've got some downtime, I, uh, I sketch. And, um, if, if it's not too rude of me, I'm, I may have made a sketch of you without you noticing. Oh, and <laughs> so, like, gets flushed. No, that's okay. Um, I used to have portraits done of me, but those people are paid and, you know, they kind of have to make you look good because, you know, people come over to the house and then they're like, oh, this is you when you were less old. <laughs> I don't, don't think artists would have to work very hard. They would, certainly wouldn't have to embellish. Well, they at least had to make sure not to paint all the mud that was on my clothes half the time. He has a hearty laugh hearing that. Well, it's good to hear that you're of the earth. Well, Some of the elves In a way, met. that's where elves come from. That's true. Some of the elves I've met, though, they, uh, they'd sooner die than get their hands dirty. Ooh, let me tell you, I've gotten my hands dirty. But yeah, when I was little, it was like, one of my favorite things was just to go and kind of dig up stuff in the garden. I really wasn't supposed to, but it was just really fun. Or, or I would climb onto the roof and then eventually shimmy off of our gates and then go running around in the village. And that, yeah, I always ended up dirty from that. You can tell that he's enjoying just the facial expressions that you're making while you're reminiscing <laughs> about your childhood. We actually just passed over the Emerald Forest. I've seen it from the sky a few times. Seems like a truly magical place. But, I mean, I'm sure you'll be back there soon. Yeah, for a mm, big event. Yep. Actually, I'm going to be there for quite a while. You know, so, in a month? If you don't mind me asking, who did you think I was? Oh, his name's Alec? Well, as far as I know, his name is Alec. He works for the Queen in the information thingy of sorts. Hmm. I'm sorry that I, I thought he was you, but you seem to be a lot nicer than him anyways, so <laughs> I he, guess he blu- I'm okay. He blushes and says, well, I suppose I should have realized that you thought I'd be someone else. I mean, what would a, a noble elf like you see in a, a salt sailor like myself? Ooh, um, actually, that kind of stuff doesn't really matter to me. I don't think you should assume stuff like that. Either way, you're a very nice person. <laughs> Just, uh, trying to do my duty, that's all. I'm glad. Sorry I forced all my food on you? <laughs> uh, it's it's fine. It was, it was tasty. That's good. I was really excited last night to do a bit of a musical show for everyone. I'll probably do it again tonight. Just not as long, because I haven't actually done a concert concert in old forever. <laughs> 
Hmm. <laughs> well, I certainly would be interested to hear it again. I think right. I need to find new songs, though. That was the majority of my repertoire. <laughs> Has like one song that only our robot can really sing, and then another that's kind of about my friend's religion, and (laughs) feels a little weird to bring religion on a ship. He nods. I'm so confused as a player. (laughs) Is this boy playing me? (laughs) Sol just kind of stands up and is like, I should probably move that bed back Uh, and stuff. Yeah, if, if uh, if you have to go. Oh, do you want to just sit and talk? Shrugs. I mean, I don't have any duties until, well, not exactly sure when it is, but it doesn't feel like it's late enough. <sighs> and uh, I th- think I'd rather talk to you than sleep anyway. I mean, how many Okay. How many times does a person get a chance to talk to uh, someone like you? Well, if you're in our party, like, a lot, you would probably be sick of me, to be honest. I talk way too much. He chuckles. He says, ah, oh, I don't know if that's possible. Have you heard your voice? I I don't think it's physically possible to correctly hear one's own voice. Well, I hope someday that you're as lucky as I am, then. Huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused. Beardy, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> I was 100% sure this was Alec, and now I'm just really confused. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? I can't play a game with this guy if he's playing this kind of game. Like, how am I supposed to compete <laughs> if, like, this is actually what he's doing? <sighs> so, if you've never been to the Emerald Forest, do you have any questions about it? Sure. He'll launch into a series of questions about what it's like and the people there and how big it is, like, on the ground, how big the trees are from the ground, like, what kind of houses the elves live in. He's got a lot of questions about pretty much anything elf-related. Interesting. Make a sense motive check, please. Oh, that's nine! Yeah, seems like a bunch of innocent questions. Can I use my detect magic on him again? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, is he so... sparkling at all? Nope. He's not. No. Can I do a perception check if I can still tell there's a disguise kit on this person? Uh, Yeah. So as you as you talk to him, you kind of look him over a little bit more just to make sure. Oh, that's that's a thirty-two. Thirty-two. He doesn't appear to be wearing a disguise kit of any kind. Like his hair looks like it's the normal, it's natural color. He doesn't look like he's wearing a wig. He doesn't have any kind of like subtle makeup on to change his skin tone at all. What in the world? He looks like like a person. He just looks similar to Alec. He's about the same age and sort of the same general build, sort of same facial shape and all that. Only sorta? Not like 100%? (laughs) Not like 100%. Like, he could easily be Alec's cousin or something. What the fuck? I'm very confused. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that? I definitely saw someone with a disguise kit on. Mm Mm-hmm. You did. Who looked like this guy. Yeah, right? Is there anyone else on the ship that looks exactly like this guy? Are, Are there duplicates? Do people just change, like, what they look like? You haven't noticed anyone being a duplicate. Uh, how do you tell if someone's a changeling? Make a knowledge, I think, arcana check for that one, please. Can I do lore master? Yes. <laughs> Bam. Okay, you use your lore master for the day. And it's uh, a plus 13. So that's a 33. <laughs> Is this a very outlandish question? Like, am I being stupid? No. I think what, well, you, what we're looking for is a doppelganger. Really? You're looking for somebody that can shapeshift, right? They're able to mimic other people to look like different races. Is that sort of what you're looking for? Yeah, I I guess. How would you know if someone was shapeshifting then? Okay, how would you know if someone was a doppelganger? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's very, very difficult because a doppelganger's copy of someone is perfect. <sighs> so, like, they look exactly like the target. So it retains its own physical abilities while in the form of something else. So it's not really that easy to tell if someone is a doppelganger. Now, you do know that, since you rolled a lore master, you know that doppelgangers are uh, immune to charm and sleep. They can detect thoughts at will. They're able to change shape at will. And their disguise is plus 29. So you could technically beat them on a perception check if you wanted to tell, but you would have to beat their disguise modifier, which again is a d20 plus 29. Wait, plus 29? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. But charm doesn't work on them? They're immune to sleep and charm. So he kind of, he's, again, the, the sailor sort of just like staring at you, kind of taking you all in. You can tell that he definitely admires the way your character looks. That's fine, but like, what else? <laughs> but anyway. It was he, cute. It was cute at first, but now, now. <laughs> he's asking you questions about like the elf lands and elf society. and Soul's you know. probably trying their best to answer, but since they were pretty much secluded in one village, it's probably not enough. Mm-hmm. But they're trying. He'll ask you questions about like what it's like to not have to sleep. I mean, he, he's pulling <laughs> out all of the basic questions. Like, what's it like having ears like that? Do you ever find the, um, like the whole okay. thing? Yeah. <laughs> he's asking you questions tip to, tip to start, like end to end. He wants to know everything. Okay. It's a lot of fucking questions. He's also trying to be polite about it. That's good. Man, Soul's head, though, like, they're answering just more on, like, auto mode. So, like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like this and this, while their head's going, I fucking thought this was Alec! What the fuck? <laughs> well, I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Man, I wanted him to critique my work. Maybe train me. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> oh. The thing is, as much as I could use a charm spell on this person, they seem enamored enough to where I might not be able to tell the difference. (laughs) That's a very good point. (laughs) I guess I could ask for permission. Could I... Sorry to interrupt your questions. Um, could I try something weird on you really quick? He, like, immediately turns beet red, and he's like, "Uh, of course. Okay. And Sol takes out their instrument, and they just make a more exaggerated gesture of, I'm taking out my instrument currently. (laughs) Hold your horses. (laughs) He's just watching you very closely. I guess I'm going to use suggestion on him Mm -hmm. while playing an instrument. Okay, and what would you like to suggest? I would like to suggest that he does jumping jacks on top of his bed. Okay, he looks at you and he kind of thinks for a minute. 18 will save... Alright, he kind of looks at you like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but he doesn't refuse. Stands up on his bed and starts doing jumping jacks. Mm. So I know in the past, like, people kind of act a certain way when mm-hmm. the spell works. Mm-hmm. Is is he acting that way? Because the best thing I can remember is that lady that I technically mm-hmm. used suggestion on when we went and killed her. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you went and murdered her daughter. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, good times. <laughs> You don't know if it worked. You don't think it did. I don't think it did. No. But he just kind of did it. Because he kind of looked incredulous for a little bit before he did it. He just did it because you asked oh, him. Oh, you, you, you can stop. You can stop. He stops and <laughs> sit, sits back down on the bed. Is, is You didn't okay? actually have to listen to me. I just wanted to see if a spell would work on you, to be honest. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. 
I'm just very confused. Soul's <laughs> oh, just frustrated with everything. It's just like, you can go back to asking me questions again. <laughs> he looks kind of confused about the whole turn of events and shrugs it off eventually and goes back to asking questions about the elf lands and about... Eventually he starts asking questions about you and your life, more specifically. Okay. As he kind of wants to get to know you. How long are you willing to talk to him? Ooh, I don't know. I want to figure out if this is Alec, and I'm very confused. <laughs> I don't know how. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Hmm? Hmm. Do you go on? That is the hmm of a person that found something. Well, I have claim identity and dispel magic. Uh-huh. If someone's even disguised, though, does claim identity work as taking their disguise or just looking like them? They end up just looking like them. Takes their face and all that. And dispel magic just dispel magic gets rid would, of something. Would end an effect, well. yeah. End an effect. Yep. So if someone was using a spell mm-hmm. to look different. Yep. So Soul's answering these questions and like once it gets more personal, they start avoiding stuff a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Can I try two more things on you actually? He kind of says, I suppose you've been very nice to let me talk to you. So yeah, of course. Awesome. I'm going to try dispel magic first. Okay. Make a dispel check, please. That is a d20 plus 8. Okay. Please give me a nat 20. Okay, 23. A 23 Not- adjusted. Okay. You cast dispel magic, and the spell dances across your hands, a sort of like whitish-blue light, and you cast it, and this aura goes over this guy, and as it fades, he suddenly looks different. <laughs> yes! Does he look like Alec, though? No. he. Uh, does he look like? He sort of looks like a very plain-looking sailor. He's sort of just a craggly-faced, 40-something, salty-looking sailor guy. That bitch put an illusion on this guy. <laughs> kind of looks a little bit unsure what you just did. Is, is everything okay? I yeah, of course everything's okay. I don't really feel any different. Should I? <laughs> no. I was just testing some magic. I really appreciate you helping me. Well, uh, it's been a, a real... A real honor helping you with whatever it is that I'm helping you with. Oh, I'm doing so much. You have no idea. Anyway, thank you for talking to me. And feel free to talk to me later if you want. Sure, sure thing. I'm going to get going because I've probably been away for a while. And I think you deserve some sleep before you have your watch. (laughs) Thanks. It was very good meeting you, Sol. It was very good meeting you, too. Sol gets up, moves the bed out of the way. Leaves the room. Okay. When you walk out of the room, you see a piece of paper folded laying on the ground outside of that door. Okay, I pick it up. You pick it up, and in simple handwriting, it says, guess again. And then under, <clears throat> it, and then under it, there's the initials A-G. <clears throat> Fine. It's gonna be harder than I thought. Wait, wasn't this guy in my room the other day, though? Why the fuck was he in my room? You could ask him. Or was... Soul pokes their head back in. Why were you in my room the other day, by the way? He looks at you, like, completely taken off guard. I, I was never in your room. Okay, cool. Good to know. Sorry about that. Must have been someone else. And Soul shuts the door. Is like, okay. All right, we'll play this game. I will beat you, though. Soul looks a little put out, though. <sighs> How do you get to know someone if they just avoid you completely? <laughs> no one's down in, in the gallery, right? Not currently. All right. I guess I'll go back up on the ship's deck. Okay. And what would you like to do on the ship's deck? I'm looking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's use that good old detect magic eye. 
Alright, you walk around the deck of the ship using your Detect Magic ability as you're kind of just sweeping it around the deck, looking at people, looking at things. And it's sort of the same as last time. There's a lot of magic weaved into the ship itself, and it's kind of overloading what you're able to see right now. Like, it's, it's so, so bright. So even when I focus on people, like, it's just too much? It's kind of just interfering, just generally speaking, yeah. <laughs> so it's, so... it's kind of hard to tell individual auras with uh, that much enchantment weaved into the boat. I imagine Sol, after a while, just closes their lid over their glass eye and just looks mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Uh, make a perception oh. check, please. 28. Okay. So you used it for a lot less time this time around, your eye, mm-hmm. but it still feels hot. Oh, dear. Why? You're not sure. Would there be any place on the ship that would have, like, a mirror? Yeah, there's a mirror in your guys' quarters. Okay. There's also, there was a mirror you saw that was hanging in the captain's quarters, and that's the only two you noticed. Well, since the captain I see is still up on the bow, Mm -hmm. I guess really quick I'll go into the captain's quarters, because I don't don't know what's happening in our room. I don't want to know what's happening in our room. (laughs) You're Um, (laughs) No. Yikes. Okay, so you go in the captain's quarters, and you find the place vacant, as before. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Mirror. mirror, Yeah, there's a mirror mirror, mirror on the wall. (laughs) It's a full-length mirror for a gnome. Okay, so I have to crouch down. Great. Yeah, you gotta crouch down to look, yeah. Okay. I guess I'll just sit down in front of the mirror. Okay. Just to take my time examining. So you open your eye cover over your eye so you can see out of it again, and sort of see it in the mirror. And normally it glows a amber color. Yeah. There's sort of a pinprick of, like, a bright orange in the middle of it, where your pupil would be if it were a normal eye. Grow? Yes, Sol? Is everything okay? That the eye is acting weird again. What do you mean? It's 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 warm, it's it's almost hot, and in the center it's orange. That's that's not that shouldn't be possible. I I ran lots of tests on it. It doesn't it it should be able to use the detect magic ability indefinitely. Indefinitely? Yeah, you could simply leave it on as long as you concentrated on it, but it shouldn't really affect the eye's function. It certainly wouldn't make it change color or heat up. I don't I don't understand why that would be happening. Could someone do something to it without my knowledge? I suppose that's possible. Uh-huh. If it were overtaxed somehow, it could be overheating, but what else Overtaxed? Could it... Yes, if, if there was too much magic flowing through it, it could damage the eye or, or cause it to heat up like that, but the only magic you're using is detect magic, right? Then it shouldn't ever be. I don't enough. have any other spells with my eye. I, I never got the other ones finished properly yet. I'm, I'm I am still working on them, of course, but they're they're just they're not done yet. Uh, but they, it it doesn't make sense. Detect magic is such a simple spell; it shouldn't ever overtax the matrix of of the eye. That that crystal's far too pure. They're. I don't understand. Uh, the only thing that I that it could be is if some other spells being channeled through it. Like if I'm doing it. I'm not sure. Hmm. What possibilities of kinds of spells can be channeled through the eye? Well... If you don't mind me asking. Almost anything, I suppose. I mean, ray spells would be pretty easy to work into it, but they are far more energy than a detect magic, so that would... It could easily, for lack of a better word, overload your eye. Something like... Something like a divination spell would be much more easily handled. Let me think on this for a moment. Okay. Soul's just still looking at their eye in the mirror. <laughs> is it still glowing? Yeah, there's like a pinprick of orange. Now, it is It is getting smaller, slowly. I use detect magic again to see if it activates. You use detect magic and your eye glows white, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, so 
you use detect magic on the mirror, and the, you determine the mirror is not magical, but you're looking at your eye while you're doing it in the reflection, and you see mm-hmm. that it turns white like normal, but it begins to have sort of an orange core that's glowing and getting slightly larger the longer you focus. Is that a type of magic that I can see? No, because the effect isn't reflecting back on you. Okay. Your detect magic would be a cone that would technically go through the mirror and outside the ship. Okay. So, Soul, I had a few ideas of what I could work into it and colors that would be associated with each one, but none of them were orange. I I had a a green, a blue, and a red that I had worked up, but I I wanted to keep them a surprise. You can. You can still keep them surprises. I just... I I, I realize that must be silly, especially when you're concerned about this, so I really shouldn't take a surprise into consideration when it could be important information, so I'll... No, girl, it's okay. This... Hmm. I don't want to ruin your fun. <laughs> uh, Surprises are important. I don't want to endanger you. Well, just for the thought of the combination of red and yellow, making orange naturally with light. Do you mind if I ask what the red one was? The, Well, the red, it would have been an offensive spell. Mm. It's something that mm. I could have worked in to allow you to, f- to fire a, either a, a ray of frost or some similar spell to, to damage someone. Well, I don't think it's an attack of any kind, but is it possible for someone to say hijack my eye while I'm using it? I certainly hope not, but I suppose it could be possible. Just And I think Soul, while they've been talking, just kind of had it focused for a while. Is mm-hmm. it, does it just keep getting hotter? You're still using Detect Magic? Yeah. Yeah, it's getting hotter, and that little pinprick of orange continues to grow until it'll take up most of your eye. The more you do that, the hotter it gets, until it can, it starts to feel somewhat uncomfortable if you keep going. I'll stop if it gets uncomfortable. You see mostly orange when you look at it. Like, if you were looked at the side, you can still see white behind it, but it's now a bigger orange circle than, say, your normal eye is with the teal color, if that makes sense at all. Mm. It's like the pupil and uh, iris and cornea and all that are smaller than the combined size of the orange spot. And it's quite hot. It's it's uncomfortable. Oh, well, they stopped once it got uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you unfocus it, and it goes back to being a, a dull gold color. But the orange space remains, and the longer you stare at it, it starts to shrink again. So it appears to only be when you activate the detect magic ability on it. Am I Am I inefficient at magic? I don't think so. I mean, you've you studied at a magic school for many years, and you still use magic with your bard abilities. I mean, I don't I don't think that you've become rusty. Do you? No. Am I too much then? I'm not sure what else it could be. The only thing I could figure is that it must be some other magic that's in your eye that you are not controlling, which is very troubling. I I feel like I should I should. I feel like I should remove it, at least until we know what's going on. Hmm. It, it, this could be something... It, it would take a powerful magic user, which is why I'm doubly worried about this. For someone to tap into it without you even realizing it. And who knows, they could they could be seeing out of your eye right now. I'll keep it blindfolded. Th- Just be careful, okay? I will. I know we're heading to the Gnome Lands right now, again, like I told you. I'm not sure if we're coming back to Dareham or not, but maybe it would be good to stop and... And visit so you can inspect it. I, think I don't that, know. That might be for the best. If nothing else, I can determine if someone else has tapped into it. Or if it's just a miscalculation on my part and 
I can Honestly, maybe I, I doubt it. that, girl. You're an amazing enchanter. Thank you. I, I, I don't deserve that, but it's... I, I feel like it's the least I can do. I mean, you're out there trying to save the world, after all. We mostly save our village. <laughs> and the world. But the world will come later. Mostly my interest is making sure none of us get reprimanded for my own mistake. I mean, I'm still proud to be married to a hero. That's all. Thank you, girl. I should put my eye patch on now. Um, just in case for right now. Yep. <laughs> girl? Yes, soul? If you were given the ability to obtain something you believe you needed, but it might risk giving a part of yourself up, what would you do? I don't understand the question. What do you mean? Like sacrificing yourself for the greater good sort of thing? No, no nothing stupid like that. <laughs> I mean, not like dead. No, like, um, well, say if you could be the strongest possible creature in the world, you had to give up something that was like the most important thing to you. Would you do it? I mean, it, this is all kind of hypothetical. I suppose it would depend on what I was giving up or what I was doing it for. Like if it meant saving the world and making sure everyone was safe and fine, I mean, maybe, but I, I'm not sure what the terms are. Mm, neither am I. I just... What, why do you ask? Well, I was telling you about getting spies to help our organization. Mm-hmm. Did they ask for some sort of sacrifice? Not exactly a sacrifice. Um, the souls kind of got their tongue in their cheek currently, and they're trying to process how to explain this. In a way, they kind of asked me for my body, in a way. Excuse me? Yeah, it's weird when I say it that way, isn't it? I mean, do... What? Okay, there's a lot of ways I can I can process that, so help me to understand. I'm not gonna die. <laughs> they want to take your body? No, not take it. Uh, oh boy, Gro's kind of being innocent right now. It's really cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like better than the naive soul. <laughs> well, he's just a, uh, a well-trained magic user. He's got a lot of different ideas about these sorts of things, so he doesn't follow exactly which meaning you're using. You know, uh, you know, sometimes when we're together, things happen. You you mean like carnally? What? What you, you mean like the <laughs> the spy wants to sleep with you? Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, that's it's barbaric. <sighs> Surely you, we don't need their help that badly. I mean, do you how? I mean, are you considering this? What makes you less angry? Uh, uh, I mean, do. You, uh, do you have no self-respect? I have plenty of self-respect. Why would you say that? It just... That's... You're worth more than that. You're you are talking about prostituting yourself. No, I'm simply justifying the ends with the means. I, I mean, I, I can't... I can't tell you what to do, alright? I'm just sort of confused by all this. I know it doesn't make sense. And I can probably... <sighs> talk him somehow into helping. Notably, one way would be easier, but I just... I want to secure everyone's future, and having an organization like that is going to help. So, look, look, you're you're out there, you're risking life and limb, and I feel powerless to help sometimes. I'm, I'm sort of stuck here, 
hoping that you're alive. I trust you, alright? I trust you completely. So if if you think this is the only way to save the world, then I trust you. I I'm pregnant. Oof. I think I'm pregnant, at least. Did I break him? <laughs> but, uh, uh, when? Uh, what? What? That? But we? It was only the one time. Yeah, isn't that how it always happens? <laughs> uh, how, how do you know? Uh, are you sure? Uh, not a hundred percent. But I happened to meet a lich. And when she saw me, she said, you have two souls. And then she made a big gesture where, you know, my main soul is me. And then there was another one in my stomach area region, maybe. Do you you feel any different? No, I don't think so. This is a lot to process. I'm sorry. You said you trusted me. And then, you know, I thought... It's a good, because you know I trust you. So, can oh boy, uh, are you upset with me? No, no, I, I need to sit down. Okay, where are you? I'm sitting on the roof. Y- yeah, please don't be on the roof. I'm sorry. I should have asked where you were. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm 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 fine. I, I please just... don't fall off the roof. <laughs> I won't I won't fall off the roof. I just soul. Yeah. We're gonna be parents. Oh, that is a lurch in my own stomach, even. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't expect this so soon. You sure you're not mad at me? I, I mean, what we were just talking about seems sort of doubly troubling, doesn't it? Now, the... I mean, if I'm already pregnant, I mean, there's no risk. <laughs> uh, I... Sorry, not a good, not a good time to joke. My bad. Are you off the roof yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, let, if I, okay, I, I, let me, let me see if I can center myself here. You, if, if you want to, if you think that's the only way and it's important enough that you think it's going to increase the likelihood that you succeed, then I, I understand. All okay. right. I understand. Just do me a favor. Yeah? I'd, I'd rather not hear any details about it. Oh, no! I would never do that. That's disgusting. <laughs> I just... I just... I want you to be safe, and if this helps you be more safe, or if this increases our likelihood of saving the world, then who am I to tell you no? I promise everything will be fine. But uh, oddly enough, Sol now has a feeling of dread in their stomach that they didn't realize they had before. <laughs> Even me. I'm yeah. like suddenly, oh god. <laughs> to which part? When he was like, we're gonna be parents. I just felt like everything just crashed. Mm-hmm. That's a rough one. I don't think the realization happened until just now. Do you... Do, have you done any divination since you found out? I, I mean, I always sleep. I mean, I call it sleeping. Everyone else calls it sleeping. I, I mean, have you... Have you scribed and determined if it's going to be a son or a daughter. I can do that? (laughs) All the parenting books they skipped. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's possible, yeah. Uh, Should should I try that now? Or should I try that tonight? You have to have the right spells, but yeah. What what spells? (laughs) (laughs) 
What what do I need to figure that out? There is a spell called Divination. It's a level four cleric spell, level four inquisitor, level four shaman, level four witch. Or if you have the knowledge domain wizard that <laughs> you can cast that costs 25 gold in incense and it allows you to provide one useful piece of information in reply to a question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity. So anybody who can cast fourth level spells that had access to this could cast in. So anyway. Gotcha. Oh, did, have you, you could go to a temple and... Oh, kind of on a skyship right now. Hmm. I mean, think about this. Is, have you, you, don't you have a cleric that travels with you? Yeah. You could ask him to perform this ritual for you if you'd like. I could. Is that, is something wrong? No. Talk, talk to me, soul. Scared. About what? What if it's not a girl? Souls. It's not the worst thing in the world to be to be born male. It's it's okay. It's it's not the worst <laughs> existence I could imagine for someone. I mean, it's not exactly the best in our village, though. I I mean, if it is a son, then we would simply have another until we had a daughter to pass on the power to. I mean, this is the way that your family's had this set up for generations. Yeah. Soul's head is swimming. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, boy. Well, I can't use my eye for a while, so that's great. Well, I'll least... ask Marcus today if he has time. Maybe tonight. I don't know. It might be a weight off your mind if, if it is what you're hoping. It'll make life a little bit easier. <laughs> it's true. I just... I'm floored by this. This is incredible news. Are you... How are you doing? To be honest, I, I don't think it hit me until right now. Well, do you do you need some time to process this? Do you, Would you like to come back home for a little while? To be honest, half the days I'd love to come home. <laughs> I was thinking of visiting really soon. Well, but we're here. kind of on a really fast-moving skyship, so I don't think teleportation's gonna work currently. <laughs> Yeah, that might be a bad idea. My accuracy is not really quite good enough to land on a ship. <laughs> I'd hate to. Have I've seen to... you land in a tree. <laughs> That's true, but I would I would hate to attempt to land on the ship and you know fall. Let's not ground. talk Let's... about that. Yeah, so I think it's probably best if I don't attempt that. At least not until you land somewhere. <sighs> Man, I should have I should have told Karis yes when she asked if we could visit. <laughs> Hopefully, you're you're back around this way soon and be able to see you again. I miss you. As do I. I also, I understand that it's important. What you're doing is extremely important, and it would be selfish of me to stand between you and accomplishing your, your goal. You're not standing between me. You're standing next to me. Well, you're supporting me. I, I mean, if I ask you to come home, I, I mean, uh, but... There's a part of me that really does want to come home. I hope you know that. <laughs> and there's a part of me that wants to ask you to return... I have to put that part of me aside and do what's right for us and do what's right for the world. And that means letting you accomplish what you need to. And it'll be okay, girl. I know it will. Utmost faith in you. Thank you. I have a question for you. <laughs> what is it? So you know sometimes, like that one time when I was drinking and I might have said that you were really amazing and maybe better than me, but I had said your name, but like... Not intentionally activating the ring, but I, I said your name, so that activated it, right? I suppose. What things do you normally hear from me on accident? I mean, I, I'm not sure if the rings work quite like that. I, I think that part of 
part of you has to want to make that connection. It doesn't always just make the connection. Otherwise, you'd be hearing you'd be hearing me all the time because I, well, I talk about you a lot, I suppose. Oh, didn't know if you used my full name back at home or not, and maybe that was having that not happen. Well, I, I, I think I've gotten into the habit of calling you Soul. Thank you. It's the least I can do. You do so much, though. Not enough. If I were better at my job, I think that your eye wouldn't have malfunctioned. <sighs> this has nothing to do with you, girl. Someone probably just has a headhunt on me or something, and... I just gotta deal with it. Well, that makes me feel even better. Please, please be very careful. I, uh, I shouldn't. Even, I know you will be. I forget I said anything. I've been a-okay. Besides, I haven't called you to help me since that one ogre battle. Hmm. That was like a month and a half ago, at least. <laughs> no brushes with death for a month and a half. That's probably a new record for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, let's try to. Well, I mean. I don't know if we're going to count Glar. We kind of skedaddled pretty fast. It's fine. We're fine. (laughs) (sighs) Well, I guess I'm going to go look outside and maybe train with my rapier because I need to exercise while I'm on this ship. I cannot stand still and just existing in one place is killing me. We call that foreshadowing, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah, you can tell from the tone of his voice that he's picking up what you're laying down. I'm sure it won't be that bad. I don't think Sol intentionally means it that way. Mm-hmm, but that's what he's going to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's fine. It's just three days. It's just like, oh, I need to, like, get out at some point. I am looking forward to breaching land or whatever a ship does <laughs> as soon as possible. I've, I've got a lot to think about. Should I... I suppose I should keep this a secret. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't tell mom and dad. That's a good idea. Actually, I wonder if that affects it. What do you mean? I don't know if anyone's been pregnant while having the protectorship passed down to them. Do you think that would affect it? I don't know. I don't know either. I I don't understand the protectorship ceremony at all. Neither do I, because it's a secret. (laughs) I don't know until after the wedding. You don't think that we've botched anything, do you? No. Oh, no. I just don't know how it affects things. No. No, I'm sure my ancestors would have made sure that something like this wouldn't have been, like, a problem. That would be silly. I mean, they they did make sure that the wedding ceremony took place right at the same time as the transference of power, so maybe they never intended... Oh, no. No, 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 don't talk like that. Don't talk like that. No, 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 it's fine. I'm I'm I'm, sure it's fine. I'm going to have to do research about this. I'm going to, I need to talk to your mother about this. Wait, what? She's the only one that's going to know. I I need to talk to her about this. If this puts, if this puts our child in danger, then we may have to put off the transference completely. Ah, huh. Hmm. Hmm. Girl can't see it. But the reaction on Sol's face turned from extreme concern to a smile. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mom, mom, mother should be able to keep a secret, right? I mean, she's kept a secret of everything up to now anyway, so I... This is true. I think she's pretty good at it. also didn't tell her we got secretly married, though. We may have to divulge that little piece of information if we're going to be kind of clean about this. Do you you think this is... Something that we can talk to her about in person? Oh, 
I mean, I I can do this without you, but no, I should I should I should tell my own mother that I'm pregnant and secretly married. Yeah. If we're going to drop that, we should probably drop all of it at once. Oh, well, it looks like I am coming to visit soon. Karis is going to be ecstatic. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, because we're going to go to the elf land. Yeah. Unless I'm doing this single. Well, I mean, I assume the whole party's going to be there. Great. Great. Yeah. So great. Isn't it? I'm so happy. Ooh, mom's going to love this. I'm yeah. so going to love this. Mom's going to kill me. Oh, the party's going to love seeing your house. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, God. I have to <laughs> talk to my mom again. <laughs> oh, oh, I want dad to be there. Great. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, God. And If you... daddy's there, it's a little easier. <laughs> that Probably, yeah. And hey, I guess you sort of also got permission to uh, continue what you're doing with Alec. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good shit. Gro trusts your judgment in all things. He just doesn't want to hear about the details. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It's really nice that he's accepted soul for who they are. Oh. I've sat in this captain's quarters for like far too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. Oh, that's good stuff. Probably that guy just stands on the bow all the time, so it's not a big issue. Yeah, luckily he just really likes standing on the ship and looking at things. And thankfully, I have no one watching me. Mm-hmm. So, fuck you, Alec. Yeah, it's almost like the captain has no real duties to do. Was that a hint? No, I was just talking about what Kalki Dick does. He just walks around and looks at stuff. And that's okay. All he's, that's okay. all he's done since you guys got on the boat. He's just kind of walked around on the deck and watched the, the surroundings and talked to the crew here and there. But, I mean, there's not really all that much to do, apparently, on the ship. He's just doing his thing. It's a pretty chill job, apparently. Yeah. Now I have to rely all on perception checks to <laughs> fucking figure out where Alec is. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I can't use my detect magic because my eye's going wonky because I'm pretty sure Glarv's fucking scrying through it or some shit. There's a good likelihood that that is exactly what's happening. Yeah. And I'm pissed. <laughs> Which means he knows exactly where you guys are. Isn't that lovely? I wonder... We're up uh, in the sky. I wonder what that could mean. Gosh. That would be an interesting problem if someone knew right where you are, especially someone with powerful demonic abilities. Hmm. Hmm. We're moving at a constant, fast pace, and he doesn't know where we're actually going unless he can hear me when my eye is activated. That would be unfortunate, wouldn't it? Oh, fuck. Notably, he just had an awesome half an hour just staring at me in a mirror. Yeah, I'm sure they's very excited about that one. Or hearing <laughs> you talk about being pregnant. Well, no, my I would have gone back to normal by then, right? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, constantly can hear what I'm doing? Shrug. Oh, no. Oh, man. Hmm. Knows where you live. Knows your greatest weakness. Oh. What? What? What, what do you mean my greatest weakness? <laughs> oh, your greatest weakness. Hmm, I misspoke. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, I'm just being an asshole at this point. Fuck. <laughs> right? Oh, so good. God damn it, Alec. <laughs> Why couldn't you have just been in disguise? <laughs> what if it's so much easier? Well, now playing this game is going to be a lot easier. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How's that? Well, there's nothing really holding soul back, I guess. Oh, it's true. You got permission. Yep. Yikes. Hmm. Maybe it's time for you to find Alec. Okay. 
Just wait till I come visit and we'll talk to mother. Maybe send a message to daddy and request him to be there at the same time. I don't know how long it's going to take us to get through all the mimics and get the MacGuffinite, but... Do you know when you'd be here? I'm guessing four to six days-ish. Wait, so between seven. the fifth and seventh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a message to him and see if he can be there. Thanks, Grow. All right. So what's sold on now? Well, we're going to try to use perception to find Alec because I'm SOL with the whole detect magic portion. Uh-huh. Just to clear it out of the way so I'm not running up and down stairs all the fucking time, I'm just mm-hmm. going to check the hold real quick. Okay. All right. You go down to the hold and like yesterday, it's pretty much abandoned during the day. There's a lot of provisions down here. Yeah. And the only person you find down here is the ship's cook. Oh, hello there. You see the ship's cook, which is a tough-looking middle-aged woman. She's currently, she's going through a few sacks of provisions. Oh, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> pleasure to meet you too. Your food was delicious yesterday. Thank you so much for providing it. Oh, it's nothing really. With those meat pies, it's just a matter of reheating the ones we've got here in storage. She slaps the top of a barrel. Hmm. They're all made ahead of time. Gotcha. Well, nonetheless, I appreciate all your hard work. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Is there something mm. I can help you with? Are you, are you hungry? Oh, no, I was looking for someone, but I don't think he's here. She kind of, yeah, she looks, you know, from one end of the hole to the other. Sorry, it's just me down here now. <laughs> no worries. If you need any help cooking or anything today, um, just call up for me, okay? My name's Sol. Uh, of course, Sol. The name's Kara. She holds out a hand. Sol shakes it. It's nice to meet you, Kara. It's nice to meet you. She kind of gives you like a little nod and then goes back to work. She's prepping for lunch, which is going to be in about an hour. No, wait. You you were at it for a while, so she's probably prepping dinner. You most likely missed lunch. Great. <laughs> so I'll have to explain that to the rest of the party when we get back to the main session. Then I go back up on the deck looking. Okay. You go up I up. have to rely on perception. <laughs> okay. So you go up to the deck and give me a perception check, please. You bet your bottom dollar I will. Ooh, that's only an 18. Okay. You're looking around on the deck, and it looks pretty much like you left it. You know, there's just some, some people standing around, the sailors going about their job. Calcutic is walking around the foredeck there, just sort of admiring the view and also just checking in on the sailors every so often. Not really doing a whole lot. Karis huh. is reading. Lovette's probably sitting near Karis, doing whatever it is that Lovette does, like tinkering with little mechanical objects. Archie is probably playing with zero assumptions being made here, but... Yeah. Just generally what they do on downtime kind of thing. <sighs> Man, I was gonna seal the deal of actually having a legitimate spy. <laughs> oh, well. If he's actually watching me appropriately, he should already know that, I guess. That's true. I guess I'll just wander a couple of rooms, and if nothing catches my eye, I'll just hang out on deck. Okay, what rooms do you want to go to? Ooh, there's some lodging, at least on the main deck, mm-hmm. up to the front bow area. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind just checking that area and then checking the kind of dining area in the back of the ship. Yeah, so there's the mess there in the in the bottom of the ship, and there's a bunk area at the front of the ship. Yeah, I'm mostly just looking for... Man, I can't do detect magic. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to have to feel it out based off of guts. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Sol looks a little more defeated today than the last time they went looking. So you're you're looking around, going from deck to deck, and you're getting a weird look from Karis as she's reading. She like looks up at you. 
Not sure what you're doing. Make a perception check. Okay. Oof. Yep, that's about that's it. It's a good old 16. Yep, that's about as good as you get. You see Karis kind of look up at you, kind of wondering what you're doing, but that's about all you notice as you're walking okay. across the main deck, going from, like, room to room. Hmm. Again, I think Soul has a lot on their fucking mind right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And I think this is more even just trying to keep themselves busy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Room to room, nothing, huh? Correct. More deflated. <laughs> and not with those perception checks, at least. Yeah. I guess they're going to hang out by the side of the ship for a while then, just kind of looking out. Mm-hmm. Where at? Over on the left side of the ship, they're always holding onto ropes mm-hmm. when they do that, just because they don't want the chance of falling. And of course, they have their eye patch down now. All right. So while you're looking over the edge of the ship, the captain actually goes down the stairs and comes up next to you. That's a wonderful view, don't you think? Well enough. Ho <laughs> ho. Well enough. Never seen a view quite like it. No matter how many voyages I take, no matter how many trips across the sky I go on, this view is just as beautiful as the first time I've seen it. I'm glad you enjoy your travels. It's true. I believe you do as well. Or am I mistaken? No, I I love going out and about. I hope for a little less of an extreme after I deal with, well, what I have to deal with. Mm, It's very true. It's a heavy burden being, uh, well... Someone as important as you lot. We're not that important. <laughs> Queen of Dereham would disagree. We were summoned by royal decree, even though the ship um, is not technically owned by Kingdom of Dereham. We do want to keep, uh, well, good relations. I think she's a very interesting queen. Some would say that. She seems benevolent, if not a bit absent-minded. But I, I don't know when you've been alive that long. <laughs> It happens, I suppose. I I wouldn't know, obviously. (laughs) I certainly couldn't imagine it either. I wonder how efficient it is. Efficient? Just everything she's set to make work. Well. Even if she doesn't have all of herself. Seems to me that sort of like a clockmaker. Sorry to put everything into tinkering terms, but I suppose it's in my blood. I think of her as somewhat of a watchmaker. She set things into motion and wound up all the cogs and... Now all the little contraptions are working out for centuries, I suppose. I just hope they don't. I hope to do something similar. Oh, looking to set up a kingdom. (laughs) I don't know. Well, lofty goals. I wouldn't say that to my group. That Hmm. didn't take you for the noble type, or at least the royal type. I mean, you certainly look noble, I suppose. But royal. Thank you. Mm, Royals don't usually get out like this. Bit too pampered on their thrones. Wasn't she once a adventurer? Well, that was about, what, 1,200 years ago? I think the world was maybe a bit more savage then, a bit different. Well, the goal of setting up such things is so that it won't be savage again. Fair point. So how much longer do you think you have? Have until what? Well, until your quest is complete and you save whatever it is you're trying to save. <laughs> the first step, the goal is to get it done before the 20th of March. That's soon, hmm? Well. Yeah, I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Suppose you adventuring types are pretty efficient then, huh? I try to be. Getting everything done in a span of a few months. Hmm. And the plan afterwards is finding people who can take care of the things that I can't while I'm stuck somewhere. Hmm. I see. And what sort of people would these be? Specialists. Hmm. I have to do some research, but I've got an idea in mind. Oh, what sort of idea? If you don't Um, mind me asking. Just protecting the world. (laughs) Hmm. World protectors. Yeah. Something you don't see on a 
job posting board very often? No, you kind of have to get sought out for these sort of things, I believe. Hmm. Sort of like what happened with all of you lot? Hmm. No one particularly found us, I don't think. Hmm. Are you certain? Uh, pretty sure. We all just kind of happened to be at the same place at the same time. Seems like awfully interesting hand of fate, then. I mean, I was running away from my problem. Marcus just existed at that time. Hmm. Vera... Actually, I don't know why Vera was in that bar. I never really asked her. Sounds like She kind of looked like shit back then. <laughs> Seems like something you might want to hash out with your friend, then. But... Yeah, I should probably ask her, actually. Hmm. I want to ask her, like, a million things constantly, but I feel like it's treading on awkward areas, and I don't know if she's ever ready for me to ask those questions. So many questions. <laughs> You're normally on the bow. Why did you decide to come and talk to me? Well, I noticed you were sort of staring over the edge and figured I would come and talk. Hmm. Share the view with you is all. I'm not intruding, am I? If if you wanted to be alone with your thoughts, I, I apologize. No, you're fine. Well, if you get tired of the view, you, you're welcome to take your rest to below decks if you'd like, of course. I don't believe I saw you at lunch, did I? No. Well. I was being stupid. Hmm. Tell you what, go down to the hold and you should be able to find Kara, the ship's cook down there. She'll... She'll get you some food. <laughs> Thank you. I think I'll do that. He gives you a smile and a nod. Solemn um, pats his shoulder? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Head pats are kind of for Levette. It feels yeah, weird doing head, that. Head pats are probably an offensive gesture. If you don't know the person <laughs> very well. She seems fine with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sol kind of gives him a polite curtsy and then goes down to the hold. Okay. On your way down to the hold, you have to first pass through the gallery... Yeah. And when you do, you walk down the stairs, and leaning up against the mast there in the center of the gallery is a rugged-looking man with just a little bit of stubble, with his arms crossed, kind of smiling. Soul raises their eyebrow. Hello? Hello. Soul starts to sidestep to go towards the wall. <laughs> <laughs> cold shoulder him. A little bit. They mostly want to see what he'll do. He chuckles is what he does. Spend, oh, man. Spend all this time looking for me, and then when I'm right in front of your face, you just walk away. I'm sorry. How am I supposed to know it's you? Well, I suppose you could interrogate some poor sailor. <clears throat> that would be one Listen way. Listen here. <laughs> Don't you ever make me do that again. <laughs> I'm assuming you turn around and like walk back over to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You can tell he's thoroughly enjoying toying with you. Well. If I didn't entertain myself like this, then what else would I do with my time? I don't know. I'm not you. To quote my cleric, I am me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not exactly wise. It's just sort of a thing you could say. I know. I just really like making fun of this. <laughs> Look, I hope you had your fun. That's great. Not all of my fun. Oh? He leans against the pillar again and kind of like puts his hands behind his head. Mm-hmm. Not all of my fun. At least not yet. You know it's against the rules for me to be talking to you, right? Then I guess you won't write it in your little pocketbook. I suppose not. Is there anything else I shouldn't be writing in my little pocketbook? Do you have ideas? I can think of a thing or two. No. Here Soul's like, oh god, he's gonna put that I'm pregnant in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and what would that be? Well, at this point he's gonna move a little closer to you. He's gonna stop leaning on the pillar. Lean in and he's just gonna kind of brush your hair back over one of your ears. Kind of out of your well, eye. Well, it would have to be. It would be your, your there, right yeah, side. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
It's starting to get it's, longer on the say, left side. It's starting side. to get longer now. It's been a decent amount of time. There's definitely more fluff near their neck and stuff, but I think their hair naturally like starts curling upwards a bit since it's still bang length mm-hmm, mm-hmm. near okay. the forehead area. Yeah. So he'll he'll definitely brush. The, but like the if right he did side. that, like if he touched the feather, Saul would be pissed. No, so. he's he's gonna brush the right side of the hair up out of your eye and behind your ear, and he's gonna notice you've had so the patch then, on. Oh, so uh, Saul steps back. Hiding. It's now against the wall. Is there a reason why you have your eye patch on? Just a couple of worries. I hope it's not me. No, I just think someone's watching me through me. Through your own eye? That seems like a bit of a security concern, doesn't it? Yeah, tell me about it. What makes you think that? When I was using it, it started glowing orange. Uh, Normally, it only glows white when I use it. And if I'm not using it, it's just yellow. It sounds a bit defective, if you ask me. Well, I didn't make it. (laughs) You might want to get your money back, then. I didn't buy it. It was a gift. (laughs) Of course it was. How could I forget who I'm talking to? What is that supposed to mean? It just means that I think you've received a lot of gifts in your life. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Oh, is that so? From where I'm standing, it seems accurate. You think just everything's presented to me? Well, not everything, but a fair bit. And certainly more than most. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I expected more of a fight than that. Look, I worked like the entire yesterday and today to find you. I'm kind of exhausted. I don't really feel like fighting. He's going to take another step closer to you. Then what do you feel like doing? I, I, I don't know. So he's going to reach his right hand up and sort of move it along your jawline as he stares into your eye. And his left hand is going to kind of move to your left side near your waist. I like to imagine just because Sol hasn't eaten, they look exhausted, kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're putting up less of a, a playful offensive like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a bit weird, Tiff. Right here, isn't it? Oh, I-, I know of a place. And he takes a step back and offers a hand to you. Sulk looks at it for a second and then looks back up at him and then slowly reaches their hand out to him. Okay. When you take his hand... You feel an energy pulse sort of move through him into you. He's definitely casting some sort of spell. And Is he teleporting us? You're not sure. But this what, feels different than what Grow normally does, right? It does, yeah. It doesn't feel like, like air moving around you, like swirling like the portal spells he was using. This seems more like a static electricity almost flowing from him into you. And the area around you sort of just unfocuses. Like everything you're seeing around you just goes fuzzy. And then sharpens back into focus, and you're in a different place altogether. What? What? It's, um, well, it's a little pocket dimension, I suppose, is the best way to put it. It's a little piece of, well, a little piece of nothingness, I guess you could say. It's a little sad sounding when you put it that way. Well, it's a nice little spot. You look around, and you're in like a room that's maybe 15 feet by 15 feet. There's no door leaving the room. But it does have a table, some chairs, a nice comfortable looking bed, a desk. It's a decent area that's set up with papers and stuff strewn around the desk. It definitely looks like an office. And now Soul's like, this is where you've been! And and like an office desk bedroom combination. He shrugs. Well, it's useful to have a place to hide that's out of sight. Oh, everything makes sense now! (laughs) I mean... That sailor wasn't exactly happy about me 
foisting my face on him, but a couple of coins made the difference for that. You're such a brat. I will get you back. Oh, I'd count on it. <laughs> Sol instinctively starts looking around the room, because yeah. it's he, a new place. Yeah, and he, he's kind of just following behind you a few steps, sort of watching you as you take the place in. It's decorated in Dereham colors, so it's red fields with gold trim, flags, banners in different mm-hmm. places on the walls. There's portraits of landscaped areas, like there's a painting of the city of Hale from a distance. Really? There's a picture of a sailing ship and just just various places. There's also one of like a little farm. Soul becomes more enamored by the ship and the farm. Mm -hmm. I um, had these commissioned. What are they of? Well, Well, past the obvious statement. (laughs) This one is, well, it's of a ship that I served on before I joined the intelligence agency. What was its name? (laughs) Oh, that? It was a frigate, so it's not exactly the most elegant vessel, but she was called the Platypus. (laughs) Oh, cute animal. Yeah, the captain was a bit of an eccentric, but the captain was a a loyal woman. She taught me a lot. I see. (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) Well, you can't... (laughs) You kind of threw yourself at me when we first met, so... Is that a problem? Well... He definitely, as he's kind of falling behind you, he's going to move his hand across from one shoulder to the other, from behind you. Hmm. And this farm? Oh, that's actually, well, that's where I grew up. Really? Yeah, it was a a little spit of land inland from Hale, about a day and a half journey. Is it still there? Uh, more or less. Silk brushes their fingers on the edge of the frame of the picture. They seem, like, very focused in on this picture, specifically. It wasn't the best childhood, but it's the one that I had. What made it hard? Well, harvests weren't always good some years. We weren't a very well-off family, and let's say I I didn't go into sailing by choice. I see. Were you sold? Well, if a family becomes financially indebted, they... Well, they can sell contract uh, labor, uh, indentured servitude, I guess is the best way to put it. In exchange for so much labor or years of service, it can erase a debt. My father had died years before in an accident, and, well, I was the oldest son and knew that it was the only way we could keep the farm running. So I, well, I went into sailing, I'll put it that way. I'm so sorry. It, um, it was what needed to be done. But I don't really regret it, honestly. Like I said, I learned a lot from the captain. Soul puts their hand on his shoulder, and they just look at him concerned. And if it wasn't for my service aboard the ship, I would have never been picked up by the intelligence agency, and, well, I wouldn't be who I am today. You're skipping a lot of parts. <laughs> Things went alright. The family survived. My sisters married. Went off to different places. My mother died, and... The farm was sold, but my family never starved. Are you happy, though? (laughs) Like I said, I don't want for much. The nation provides me a salary, a home, and exciting work. I have it better than most. I have no right to complain. Besides, I'm in the company of amazing people. Almost constantly. Hmm, great. (laughs) Soul removes their hand from his shoulder. (laughs) Goes back looking. So... I suppose I don't really regret it, but it wasn't easy at the time, that's certain. But oftentimes, sacrifices are necessary for growth. 
least that's a decent way to look at it. I agree. He walks over to the, the desk and starts pushing some of the papers around. He's just sort of idling around the room. You seemed very upset when you were assigned to us. <laughs> Only because I'm used to different work. Typically, like what? Well, typically shadowing is the work for younger agents, newer agents, ones with less field experience. It's just a matter of staying behind someone and not being caught. I find it terribly boring. I can imagine. But I have a feeling that Book knew that I wouldn't take to the parameters of the mission quite as well as it's dictated on paper. But I imagine he had his reasons for sending me. Hmm. Yeah, he seems to understand a lot more than most of us, so I'm sure he had a good reason. Hmm. But I can't really begrudge the company. I've had worse voyages. And I kind of like the reasons. Oh? Just the sentiment is similar. I enjoy the company is all. Hmm. Though tricky to find. Apologies again for that. I mean, I Hmm. can't just make it easy for you, can I? No, I suppose that doesn't make it any fun. Hmm. Exactly. At this point, he's going to step right in front of you and go in for like a quick kiss. Like just a a peck on your lips. Well, if it's quick, then Soul ain't got nothing to do with that. They just kind of look back and forth between his eyes to register what his expression is, I guess. He's also kind of weighing your responses as well. I have a question. (laughs) Of course. I know we're doing something. I don't know what... And Sol just makes a gesture between the two of them what short distance there is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening, per se, or what one would call it, but... I mean, I, I assume you've... Wait, you you have been with someone before. You're not... Soul doesn't understand. <laughs> he he kind of leans in. You're, you're not a virgin, are you? Oh, it happens now. <laughs> just a matter-of-fact way of saying it. He's just confused about what you're saying, then. Um, perhaps you should explain to me. I want to know if I'm only a game. And Soul looks away for a second. Some of the best things in life are games. Hmm. Besides, you... Well... You said yourself you're getting married in a few weeks. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how much of a future you intend to have with someone like me. Should I consider you more than a game? Soul kind of blushes at that. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I certainly don't want to stand between you and your appointed husband. Although arranged marriages can be awfully dull. Trust me, I know from experience. Tell me more. (laughs) I'm afraid these stories might be a little crass. My work, in, my work in Parthenay involved a lot of arranged marriages. Bored noble women are an excellent source of information. Hmm, I see. Do hmm. you think that's where you're going to be? A bored noble woman? Soul bites their lip and looks away. That's all the answer I needed then, I suppose. Elves live a long time. Yeah, we do. It's great. I doubt hmm. I could keep you entertained for much of that. Though I wouldn't mind trying. I mean, you do technically have a summer home in my village now. Oh. If our agreement still stands, that is. I suppose we just need to seal the deal. Okay. Just just like that? I asked my fiancé, and he said okay. <clears throat> you, you actually asked permission? Yeah, I'm Polly, duh. I think that might be a first. Well, um, hmm. He kind of looks like genuinely shocked a little bit. It's it's kind of a thing I'm still learning, but I feel like that's the appropriate thing to do. Usually. Unless you 
trying to keep it a secret from people in case that you know they find out who you are and try to string you up for being a spy. I suppose we've well, had different walks of life up to now. I'm mostly avoiding people finding out who I am so that they don't kill me and then, you know, risk, you know, the enemy breaking loose and stuff. <laughs> Very concerned about your enemy. Not once used this enemy's name. Do you even know who you're fighting? No. Book said there was power in the name, so he didn't recommend it. Well, who am I to counter Book? He's technically my boss. And your boss sent you to me. I agree. I really should write him a thank you note. <laughs> he, uh, so he, he pulls out his little pocketbook. Wait, open, opens are it you up, actually telling? Opens it up and just writes thank you. And it closes it, tosses it over his left shoulder, and then moves in to give you a full kiss. Whoa! <laughs> and Sol just kind of pushes it back for a second. Okay, um, okay. No, this is fine. And Sol pulls their arms back. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. That was just reflexes? No, it, I mean, I suppose you've we've sort of been playing a little chase game for a while, so I don't really blame you. Are you so, sure you're alright? I mean, I'm nervous. <laughs> What's there to be nervous about? Is it your first time with a human? No, not at all. Well, maybe a male, um... And Soul looks away. Oh. I didn't realize. Are you alright with males? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm I'm fine. I like everyone. I think. As long as they don't hurt me. Well, I'll do my best. To, to not hurt you. Not... Uh... <laughs> to, to not hurt you. And they're both being awkward now. <laughs> Let me clarify. Uh... That's, that's good. That's That's good that you won't hurt me. I hope not. Because if I mean, you do, I will come at you with everything in my willpower and destroy you. And Sol just kind of smiles. Well, that's terrifying. He steps forward, still smiling, and gives you another kiss. This time moving his left arm, touches it to your waist and moves it around to your back and sort of moves it up your back as he delivers a kiss. You should feel Sol's knees start to give a little. They're still trying to stay up, though. Mm. In that case, he's going to move his right arm in as well and sort of support you a bit more as his left arm sort of works up and down your back while he continues to kiss you deeply. Are humans really that different compared to elves? <laughs> I mean, I've heard a few rumors, but I don't want to make any generalizations. Soul does not understand. <laughs> well, um... But I suppose you'll be the best judge of that. Okay. <laughs> so if Saul's knees keep attempting to like buckle under them, mm -hmm. they're going to eventually just kind of grab onto whatever shirt or adornment he has on Okay, so to support of, themselves. Yeah, you sort of grab onto him. With you holding onto him and getting more support, he's going to move his right arm as well. So he sort of has his right arm working your lower back and his left arm working your upper back, sort of massaging and, and kneading your skin over your, sort of your whole spine area. No reserves, since they're technically in no public area, mm -hmm. I think probably Sol will let out a far more loud noise than they intend to. Nice. He uh, moves his kiss from your mouth down to your neck while he continues working. Since you kind of moaned into his mouth, he's going to stop the kiss and start working your neck so that you have 
freedom oh, great. to more sounds. That's great. Great. I'm so glad. <laughs> well, that that's definitely embarrassing for them. Also because it's it's not really a thing they can control. <laughs> oh, exactly. Which is why it's great. So they're just standing in the middle of this room, right? Yeah, so somewhat in the middle. You're probably closer to the desk and bed, a wardrobe, and then some like stuff on the walls. But the, the whole room's only about 15 feet by 15 feet, so it's not like a huge room to begin with. And you're sure this isn't going to mess up your work in any way? <laughs> he just laughs. Doesn't stop kissing your neck. So if Steve was described as fire, mm-hmm. and like how passionate she was, yeah, what is Alec like? Hmm. He's definitely more about probably delayed teasing stuff a bit more. So he's definitely more about like creating anticipation. So um, electricity. He, yeah, that's pretty fair. He's more like electricity. Cool. I'm into it. so yeah he's good at creating tingling sensations we'll put it that way (laughs) very funny (laughs) I don't think he can stand much longer he grunts an affirmative while he continues kissing your neck working your back and sort of with you sort of still holding on to him he just sort of takes a step toward the bed and leans you down and lays you on it it is comfortable in all the way that only a magical bed can be comfortable. <laughs> if that makes sense. I don't know. Can so, you elaborate? Well, it's so comfortable you'd swear it wasn't real. Because gotcha. no, no bed could be that comfortable. And the answer is because, of course, it's not real. It's magic. So. I mean, with Soul having their origins as a sorcerer, uh-huh. I think that that's pretty cool to them, though. Mm-hmm. So you're laid down on this bed, and Alec is going to probably start removing his clothes at this point. I think Soul's catching their breath. Well, since they're not in a fully belted outfit, finally, (laughs) they take off the brooch that holds their mantle on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like a feather brooch. Yeah. But they're unsure if they're supposed to be doing this or not. (laughs) So while, the, while you're hesitating, Alec finishes, and you see that as far as his body goes, he's pretty well toned. He's not, like, overly muscled or anything, but he is toned. That's good, because that gets gross. <laughs> yeah, right? He's not overly muscled, but he is toned, and he, you also notice he's got a, a fair amount of scars from a, a long career. Oh. Um, not, like, a crazy Instinctively, but... Soul would probably touch one of them, just because it'd probably fascinate them. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like a half dozen or so across his body. Are they longer or like... Uh, a, a lot of them seem like stab wounds or slash wounds. So some of them are pretty short. Some of them are longer and thinner. Some of them are short and wide. So the, the stab the stab wounds versus the uh, slash wounds. Yeah. Soul probably got distracted from attempting to like undo things and then was just, oh. And then goes to like, touch the scars. Mm-hmm. Alec, he kind of cups your hand that's touching the scars in his. And... This is part of the line of duty, I suppose. Just a few nicks and bumps here and there. I don't think anyone makes it through a career without getting a a few souvenirs. I'm sorry. Why? I just... I wish you didn't have to. (laughs) I mean, like I said, I don't really... I don't begrudge my job at all. I perform a valuable service for queen and country. 
He uh, takes the hand from the scar, moves it up to his mouth, and kisses your fingers a little bit. Well, I assume that would have been on my uh, left hand, because those are the only fingers that are bare since Soul's wearing gloves. <laughs> Noted. And at that, he's going to look at your state of dressedness, and he says, Are you going to... Sorry! 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 I, I just... I saw... Um, and you looked... Uh, good. He, he chuckles. So... And he's, he's still wearing, like, undergarments, by the way. He is wearing, like, basically a long underpant. <laughs> Sorry, and Sol turns off the bed, and they kind of reach their background, because they technically have a zipper for this, like, dress shirt that they have. Mm -hmm. And they kind of try to reach it. (laughs) And then they just look frustrated for a second. Alec moves his hand over and assists with the zipper. Thank you. My pleasure. Sol's gonna take their gloves off first. (laughs) They're embarrassed. And then they're like, well, I guess boots, too, and we'll do boots. (laughs) And now they're at a point where they're starting to talk to themselves since they're nervous. <laughs> and then I guess pants. And then Sulk looks at him from the corner of their die, since he's, that's the only one available. He's sitting on the other side of the bed, on the other corner, kind of like watching you. And then the, the shirt comes off, and they have bindings underneath still. Mm-hmm. That's something they kept, just because it was a lot easier to deal with, mm-hmm. with running around and hiding okay. things. They kind of stop there. Isn't that a, a bit uncomfortable? Oh, constantly. I mean, surely you could have upgraded to, a, well, a brazier of some form. That doesn't help me run around and kill monsters. Well, if it were properly braced. I mean, far be it for me to tell you how to dress. That's certainly <laughs> not my intent. If Look, I just find this far more efficient than any sort of female garment. Fair enough. They put far too much emphasis on female mm. for themselves. He definitely backs off a bit after that. I, um, well, one of my first postings I said was aboard the platypus. Yeah. My captain, she was a, well, I think bit of a hard ass is probably an understatement. But she was, well, she was well endowed, put it that way. And uh-huh. uh, she never let it slow her down. That's good. Heavily braced, I think, is the word I would use. <laughs> so, I guess my point is, it just seems like what you've got going on there might be a bit less comfortable than it needs to be. I will take that into consideration. Thank you for your concern. Hmm. No problem at all. He uh, moves a hand over and starts to work on the binding, seeing if you're going to stop him or not. Since this is more natural for Soul to be undressed by people anyways, this is just like, oh... <laughs> Like, dissociate for a second. Okay. He's gonna scooch up behind you then, and sort of work with both hands to undo the bindings and then sort of unwrap them. Because if I'm imagining this right, it's more of just like a cloth wrapping. Yep, pretty much. Okay, with like metal clasp at the end? Yeah. Okay. Something or other like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So he undoes the clasp and then sort of like unwinds it from behind you. (sighs) Just that sigh of relief. Now that your back is, like, fully exposed to him, he's gonna run one of his hands up and down it. And, uh, he's gonna move the other hand to your front and hold it above your stomach and sort of move it up to your chest. They were dissociating and now suddenly things are happening and it's like, what, 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 what? (laughs) He probably moves in and starts kissing your left shoulder. The top of your left shoulder. Okay. And this, this is the deal, right? 
Absolutely. And how many spies are you hoping to have? He wraps both arms around you and kind of pulls you closer to him. So your back is up against his chest as he sort of whispers into your ear. As many as it takes to keep people safe. Mm-hmm. That could be a dozen, it could be a hundred, but uh, I, I think I I'm willing to... I think I'm willing to train quite a few, teach them a thing or two about not being seen, gathering information. I don't imagine it would be all that difficult. I'm at your disposal. Sol turns their head back to, like, look at him as much as they can from that angle. Mm -hmm. What's his expression? Oh, his expression? He's looking at you somewhat hopefully, probably. A little bit of a smile on his face. We'll do this together. You won't be alone in the matter. Good. It's easier to do things with two anyway. He leans in and gives you a kiss while you're looking back at him. Alright. Soul's gonna let all that happen then. <laughs> it, in in that way, like, Soul was just, like, doubly making sure, like, this is the deal, right? Like, like we are sealing this currently. <laughs> the, the, this is for a purpose. <laughs> Fade to black. Fade to black. Alright. One thing that you notice... Yeah is that uh, there is a difference between humans and elves. There is? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> humans are a bit larger. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. Very. Huh. So take that how you will. Also, you get the feeling that this guy is significantly more experienced than Gro. Because, you know... Well, I sure hope so. Because, <laughs> you know, Gro was very much a virgin <clears throat> with you. So, this guy is definitely not. So he's he's got a bit more up his sleeves, and a bit more to work with, if that is not too crude of an expression. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, that goes about as you would expect it to go. Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, now we gotta figure out how we get back on the ship. Well, when all's said and done, about, we'll say an hour, maybe an hour and a half has passed. Mm-hmm. And... When you're done, he'll help you get your clothes back on. Oh, no. What? No, no. What? Probably after all is said and done. Soul is a cuddler. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure how long you were going to want to stay there. They're not just going to stop just because it's a business thing, though. Okay. In that case, you find yourself basically under a sheet on the bed, leaned up against his shoulder, an arm and a leg kind of probably wrapped over him, I'm assuming. Yep. He's uh, sort of absentmindedly moving a finger over your hair and then across the line of your ear as he's sort of like just taking in your body and your look. He's sort of just admiring you in the afterglow of everything. Well, that was new. (laughs) Glad I could broaden your horizons. (laughs) Um, how long have we been gone? An hour and a half. Okay, so everyone's probably eating dinner i'm guessing at this point yeah and and as if on cue your stomach growls <laughs> he chuckles i have some provisions in here if in case you don't want to leave oh if you need a bite to eat quickly i mean uh yeah yeah i don't have to leave he kind of like scooches away from you opens up a little foot locker and he pulls out basically some dry rations mm-hmm. they're not the greatest thing in the world, but it's Dude, like... I lived off of jerky for a month. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jerky and sprinkles, yo. 
Jesus. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's better than sprinkles. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> but it's like a hard biscuit, so like basically a, a, a thick cracker. Yeah. And also some meat and cheese. So it's basically he's giving you like a cheese plate, for lack of a better thing. And he's also got some fresh fruit, probably, too. So we'll eat a small portion of whatever he offers. Okay. He uh, lays back in the bed and sort of admires you while you eat. Crisscross applesauce-style baby. Oh, okay. You're, you're, I thought you were laying down. Okay. Well, I don't want to get crumbs all over the bed. <laughs> it's fine. It's a magic That's bed. That's gross. It's a magic bed. You can't get fine. crumbs Fine. Okay, fine. And they're it's probably... Auto- it's an automagically decrumbing bed. Doesn't that sound amazing? Okay. That Isn't is that... very amazing. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so do I call you captain of the spies? What title do I give you? Well, traditionally, the person who organizes and commands a spy force is called a spy matter. But if that's a bit too overreaching of a term, you could always call me a controller. What would you prefer, master or controller? He just smiles at you. I suppose I've done a little of both. You know... Head tilt. (laughs) you you, You never did tie me up. Gotta leave some things to the curiosity for you. Perhaps next time... He tilts his head, if I'm assuming there will be a next time. I would like to continue this companionship with you. Well, I hope I su- you enjoy my time as well. <laughs> I certainly have. Well, then I suppose next time we may have to practice some rope work. Indeed. I would love to learn more from you completely. We could call it interrogation training. <gasps> that makes Soul excited, just in general, because it's any sort of the idea of training nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's almost nostalgic now. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, what could we do? Oh, this would be so fun. <laughs> well, I wonder if your friends have realized you've left yet. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Certainly hope we haven't caused a panic. You think we could do that, really? <laughs> well, if suddenly they think their fearless leader has disappeared for hours on end. I'm not their leader. We're all equal. Of course. If anything, Vera's the one who keeps us all together. This is Soul's unfallible faith with Vera. (laughs) Oh, there was something I did need to tell you. Mm Mm-hmm. Lovette wanted to speak to you at some point, but I don't know why. Well, I mean, I'm not really here, supposedly, so... Yeah. Perhaps... Maybe if I could get her question for you? Sure. Perhaps if you could relay that message, I'll be around, but... Well, like I said, it's against the rules to even reveal myself, but I figured since we had other business, it would be alright. And more in the future, hopefully. I look forward to it. He says as <laughs> he reaches out and takes your hand and kisses your left hand, probably. So he will probably, at this point, start to get dressed and get ready to turn you loose on the world again. I'm gonna take it over. <laughs> yeah. I have a business partner! <laughs> <laughs> And all it took was a summer home and a bunch of power and respect in your society and access to you, apparently. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. 
Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDND. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time.